Hello, this is Melanie Lockhart, host of the Mental Health and Wealth Show. Today I am doing something a little bit different. It's just me. Today is Thanksgiving and I wanted to pop in here and talk about how difficult the holidays can be and also talk about gratitude. So first of all, I want to acknowledge that the holidays can be extremely difficult for people. It can be very triggering. It can be very isolating. It can bring up a lot of emotions, a lot of things that can feel overwhelming. You know, there's not always this kind of happy, wonderful family time that we so often imagine. I actually think I wrote a, a blog post on Dear Debt many years ago that said, the holidays are wonderful unless you're an alcoholic, unless you're dealing with an eating disorder, unless you're depressed, unless you're unemployed. You know, there's all of these things going on in the background that can make it very difficult to, you know, deal with the holidays. And this year in particular is going to be different than other holidays past. We are dealing with COVID. Many of us may not see our families this year. It might be over Zoom. I live in the same city as my family and I am going to be chatting with them over Zoom because cases are so high right now and we don't want to risk it. On top of that, this is my first alcohol-free holiday season, which kind of hit me today. And I was like, oh, and it was the first time in a while I had a craving, which was interesting. So that's just something to be mindful of. So I wanted to acknowledge that. And if you are really struggling, if you're in crisis, please text home to 741-741. Reach out to your friends, your loved ones, journal, really text the crisis text line. Today can be extremely hard and you are not alone. I also wanted to talk about the power of gratitude. Today is Thanksgiving. It's a day that we reflect on what we're thankful for, what we're grateful for. But I really want you to start doing this every day. We shouldn't be doing this just once a year, right? You know, a few years ago, my therapist had suggested that I start listing three things I was grateful for every day. I rolled my eyes. I thought, this is so stupid. This is so new agey. This is so woo woo. Yeah. Gratitude is going to fix my depression, right? I just, I was not really on board, but I was willing to try anything at that point because I felt so desperate. And about after a week, I really started to feel different. I started to feel lighter. I started to feel happier. I started to feel like everything was okay for a little bit, right? You know, I started listing things like, I am grateful for this cup of coffee. I'm grateful for hot water. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my cats cuddling me. I'm grateful for my apartment, right? Every single day, I list different things that I am grateful for, and they can be big or small. I think a lot of people might feel overwhelmed with a gratitude practice because they think they have to find this really profound or big thing to be grateful for. And that's not necessarily the case. If that comes up for you, wonderful. But if you're happy to have clean sheets and a shower and, you know, the ability to walk, you know, that's, that's wonderful. You know, take inventory of both big and small things to be grateful for. And so I want to encourage you to not only 
take inventory of what you're grateful for today on Thanksgiving, but try to do it every day. So currently I list three things that I'm grateful for in the morning as well as at night. I do it in my head. You can definitely do it in a journal, which is probably better, but I tend to do it in my head just when I need a little reframe. And then I also have this thing called gratitude shot. So whenever I'm in a really bad mood and I'm like, I need to fix my mood stat, I'm like, gratitude shot. And then I just list three things I'm grateful for right then and there. And inevitably, it helps shift the mood a little bit. So you can use this at any time. And I think one of the great things about mental health and wealth is that there are tools that you have within you that are completely free that you can take advantage of right now. So I'm encouraging you to start a gratitude practice, start small, don't judge yourself for what you are grateful for. There's no right or wrong answer. You know, don't beat yourself up if you miss a day, just get started and start to be more mindful. Being grateful of what you already have can really help your mental health and wealth for a number of reasons. First of all, Depression usually is related to the past. Anxiety is usually related to the future. When we are grateful and we are taking inventory of what we're you know, grateful for in the present, we are practicing mindfulness. And when we are mindful, everything else washes away except this present moment. Because all we have is this moment and this moment, and this moment. This is now, right? So what are you grateful for now? We're living in the now. We're enjoying what we currently have. That can help wash away some emotional residue that is hurting you. It can also help your wealth because it can lessen the desire for external purchases or anything else. Because when you're currently grateful for everything you have, the appeal of other things that you want to buy don't hold as much weight. So gratitude can really be an effective solution to managing your mental health and wealth. Obviously, it is only one tool to manage your mental health and wealth, and it's not a cure-all, it's not a fix-all, but you know, it's definitely something that can move the needle forward in your mental health and wellness journey, and it can affect your finances as well. So I encourage you to start a gratitude practice today and every day and see how it changes your life. Something else that I want you to consider is cultivating awe. Something that has changed my life is cultivating awe. I want you to think about when was the last time that you felt awestruck? that you felt wonderstruck. We have those moments in life so rarely, but you can actually try to cultivate that same feeling when you create a beginner's mindset. You try to let everything go and you practice very focused mindfulness and start seeing new things that you've never seen before. You start seeing how amazing everything is when it's all together. 
So for example, I read the book Mindfulness, which I really recommend. It has an eight-week program in it. That book has completely changed my life. And as I started my mindfulness practice, I remember I was walking out of my apartment one day and there's this building that I've walked by a million times and I had seen that there were etchings on the side of the building at the very top, beautiful etchings, almost sculpture-like. And in four years, I had never seen them. And then I realized there's a rosemary bush on my street. And oh my gosh, there are all of these roses that I've never seen before. Suddenly, I started seeing things that I had never seen before, even though I had lived in the same place for four years. And you might think, how can that happen? It happens because a lot of us live our lives on autopilot. We go from point A to point B. We go from work to home. You know, we watch Netflix. We go to bed. Repeat. We don't really think about it. We're just kind of automated through the day going from point A to point B to point C. And when you kind of take those moments of pause and start really being mindful and intentional with your action and what you're doing, you start seeing things in new ways. So I really want you to try to cultivate awe. You know, look at the next time you see a rose. I want you to actually stop and smell the roses. I know this is so cheesy, but I actually do smell the roses. And it's wonderful because they are there. They are a thing of beauty. They smell wonderful. It's an experience, right? I had a a moment of awe when I was at Griffith Park the other day and I saw all of these beautiful trees that have been there for probably millions of years and all of these different leaves. There were different sizes. There were different shapes. They had different kind of lines on them. When you really focus on all of the magnitude of everything working together, you can really find that there is so much beauty in the world and you want to enjoy that with all of your senses you know, take advantage of living life because we are here on this earth to live life to the fullest. Sometimes our mental health and our financial health can get in the way of that. And I definitely know how that goes and I'm not diminishing that at all whatsoever. I think that is very true. But I also think as much as we can, it's important for us to be able to see the world in all of its amazingness And be able to find that wonder, that childlike wonder. Remember when you were a kid and everything new seemed amazing? You had this new toy and it was so amazing. Or the first time that you saw a dinosaur at the museum. Or the first time you went to a park and saw these new trees. Right? Cultivate that childlike wonder, that curiosity. And if you really cultivate that curiosity, that wonder that awe, your mental health will go up because your enjoyment of life will go up. And it's, it makes everything a lot more enjoyable. I'm telling you, like, even if you're just going to the grocery store, which is pretty boring and pretty lame, start really looking, looking at all of the details, every single detail. How many tiles are there on the floor? Is there an etching in a particular um, place? What are the colors you see? What are the patterns? How tall are things? What do they feel like? What does it smell like? What does it look like? 
You can practice this mindfulness at any time, even if you are going to the grocery store. So I wanted to just leave you with that. I wanted to, you know, acknowledge that today is very hard. And once again, if you're in crisis, please text home to 741741. I also wanted to, you know, say today is Thanksgiving, a day that we are talking about what we're grateful for, and we should do that every day. And I also wanted to say that I am so grateful for you, the listeners. This has been my baby for the past year, and I really appreciate each and every one of my listeners. And, you know, I wanted to end on encouraging you to cultivate awe and that childlike wonder and really seek beauty, joy, and pleasure because you deserve that. Okay. So I wanted to end by reading one of my favorite poems. It's called Desi Dorada. It is by Max Hermann. I read it about once a year around the holidays and I don't know, something about it just really calms my spirit and kind of just realigns everything. Go placidly amid the noise and the haste, and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly, and listen to others, even to the dull and the ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexatious to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain or bitter, for always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself, especially do not feign affection. Neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune, but do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive him to be. And whatever your labors and aspirations, in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace in your soul. With all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be cheerful. Strive to be happy. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did and wanted to just end the show and say thank you again. Please be safe today. Take care of yourself. Find what brings you joy and maybe stay off social media. Okay? Thanks so much again and have a great day.